Welcome to the Marketing Mindset and Motherhood podcast, where we dive into the dynamic world of marketing strategies, personal growth, and the unique challenges that come along with being a mom in business. I'm your host, Leona Burton, and I am thrilled to embark on this journey with you. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Liquid Lipo, your trusted partner for staying healthy and happy even during the busiest of times. Join us as we explore the art of marketing, nurture a resilient mindset and master the delicate balancing act of motherhood, all whilst discovering the incredible stories and wisdom of mothers who've conquered this trio of challenges. So grab a cup of coffee, find a quiet corner and get ready for a dose of inspiration. It's time to unlock your marketing potential and embrace the beautiful chaos of motherhood. Welcome to the Marketing Mindset and Motherhood podcast. So hello everybody, I'm Charlotte. I am the leader for Mums in Business Networking Group based in Newton Abbott in Devon. And my business is called Teal Fox Designs where I print uh, a wide range of branded merchandise. So you're talking workwear, signage, um, various other products alongside those. Um, and we've got the lovely Dawn today joining from all the way over in Detroit, I believe, to chat and uh, answer some questions about networking for success. So Dawn, did you want to just introduce yourself quickly? Yeah, so I'm Dawn. Um, for MIM, I actually just expanded our one of our locations in Michigan, um, one of the gals. So I just became leader of our Blue Water um, St. Clair Lapeer County um, in Michigan here. So I'm just working to build that right now, getting some um, ladies joining us there. And I am an operations um, for property management company full-time. I also DJ at night. And um, I did start my own business last year, which is a consulting personal and professional um, to kind of take all of my traits that I've been doing for years and allow me to help as many people as I possibly can um, on, my, on my own. Perfect. So is the plan kind of long-term to be solely self-employed and be running your own business? It would be wonderful not to have so many things on my plate, but I really thoroughly enjoy all the things that I do. Um, I don't know if I can let them all go. Obviously, I've been DJing for like 25 years, so that's just something I do that's, I enjoy it, but I'm also making money at the same time. So I found that one niche that, you know, I can enjoy, I can entertain people and, you know, just socialize with people and still get paid for it. So that's pretty Absolutely. much you, you can't go wrong, can you really, when you find something that you're really passionate about and you can earn some money from it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the, I mean, that's what we're all here for in, in the business networks and, you know, and everything that we do. Yeah, exactly. So how do you make meaningful connections <laughs> in your field? Um, a lot of times with my connections, I, I engage with empathy because I'm a very empathetic person. Um, and I, and like I said, I socialize with people all the time and I do have a tendency to talk a lot because I love talking. So I think that's where I gain most of my connections because I just talk to people, um, even if they're strangers, but I, I do like to listen. Um, I've always been a dear Abby as I've been called for most of my life. And I, I almost attract it naturally, attract people to come and talk to me. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And um, so I actively listen to them and I, and in my business, I listen to them to, um, to find out what they need. What, what do they need from me? What, what is it that they're actually desiring or they need that would, um, you know, would help them reach their goals or reach whatever their objective is? You know, there's always, you know, OKRs as they talk about in business all the time, but there really is an objective to everything. And there's key results that people are trying to reach, whether it be their goals or their objectives in their work or professional, you know, or, per, you know, actual professional or personal lives. 
that, you know, if you listen to people, you really do connect with them because you better understand their their position in their life or their business. Yeah, absolutely. And like you say, listening intentionally and taking on board what they're saying actually makes a big difference than just listening because they're talking. Yeah, they always say like, listen to understand, actively listen. But there's, you know, 50% of the people actually listen to respond instead of listening to actually understand what the person's saying. And if you listen to respond, you miss half of the, half of that, what they're actually yeah. getting through to you. Absolutely. Yes. So what's your go-to, I suppose, like you're saying about being empathetic and being naturally quite chatty, what would be your go-to for leaving a good first impression in a professional setting? Um, actively listening, like we just talked about for one, but yeah. I tend to, tend to just walk up to people, but I smile a lot. So even in the most despair times, I smile that, you know, I, I got my nickname sunshine when I was a young girl from my dad. So that became my DJ name. Um, and that's just because I just have a tendency to smile through things, even the pain, you know, you just, you smile. And sometimes that really does make a difference in somebody's life. If you just smile at them, you know, um, and yeah. that's where I, you know, keep that good first impression with people is just to know that I'm on a happier note. I'm an open door policy and you know, I'm just an open person. So I, I hope that I'm portraying to be an inviting person by keeping a smile on my face. It makes, it makes a big difference, doesn't it actually smiling. And even if you are, you're just out and about and you're walking, walking down the road, having yeah. a smile on your face can, can make the difference to somebody's day. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, and following up, I think, and being thankful, if you are connecting with somebody like I'm thankful for you today, I'm thankful for, you know, our leaders and stuff that connected us, you know, with this meeting too. And to be thankful to just have connections with people and, and let them know that you're thankful for meeting them and thankful for speaking to them or even thankful for whatever they may have brought to the table for you to learn. Um, it's, it's definitely nice for somebody to hear that. When you say thank you to somebody, it makes a big difference too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So have you got any tips? Um, it probably, ties quite well in actually with the smiling and the being friendly and being open any tips on keeping and growing those professional relationships i say keep open communication communication is the most important as we said listening is good but part of listening and or part of communication is listening and you know speaking too but um showing my appreciation i keep those professional and personal relationships with everybody I can, but I'm, you know, I appreciate them always. And I try and stay positive. I guess my biggest thing is I try and find the positive in everything. So when, you know, you're growing relationships, there's, there's not, everything is positive, especially when you're growing a business and not everything is positive. There's many obstacles, there's hurdles and trying to find the spin, the positive spin on everything does really help to grow um, professional relationships because somebody could come to you with a problem, but if you can put a positive spin on it, whether it be professional or personal, you almost draw their attention that, hey, this person's actually listening to me. They're really engaging with me and they're trying yeah. to make it better for me. Even if I just think about it being better, they're trying to make it better. Yeah, and absolutely. And like, and you know, you might give them a little idea or something that they haven't thought about. If you put that positive spin on something, they might, right. if they're just thinking of the negatives, then they, they might not see it. And it might be something that's like glaring them in the face. But so sharing that right yeah could, could completely change kind of like what they're what they're doing and where they're going yeah absolutely so well the next question was about why is listening important but i think we've already covered that and <laughs> it's, 
we do. I mean, you gain listening to everybody. You gain a better understanding about them, you know, and you're, you collaborate yeah. with them um, if you listen to them because that gives you that open open invitation to collaborate on whatever you may be gaining from you know listening and understanding them. Yeah, and if you're understanding them, you're going to build those relationships better because they they know that you are listening and you are taking an interest and you're you know you're taking on board what you're communicating about. You're not just listening for your gain. Yeah. And you also develop part of the relationships and listening part of everything. You're also developing trust. You know, you're, you're gaining yeah. their trust that, you know, and you're developing that relationship bonding right there just by gaining their trust that they know that they can come and speak to you about things. And maybe, maybe they didn't think they could, you know, and, and then they start to tell you about how the paper shredder doesn't work, but then they end up telling you about what happened to them yesterday, you know, because they see that you're open and you're listening to what they're engaged, you know, you're engaged in the conversation. So, you know, it, it does make it a much better conversation, no matter whether, you know, professional or your personal, you can collaborate with them and understand them. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that is absolutely perfect. So have you got any good recommendations for connecting online for professional purposes? So online, I actually utilize a lot of different tools. I mean, obviously this is a new one, StreamYard is something new to me. So that's an online tool that I haven't used, but I use Zoom a lot, I use Teams. I do use the messenger built into Facebook and Instagram. I find those messengers a very easy connection because those platforms are so user-friendly that you just find a, you know, somebody's page or their business link and you can just click message or send a message and you're right in with them. You're communicating with them. And if they accept that message by responding back to you, you know, they want to engage back with you. So it's almost that instant gratification. Like, okay, they do want to talk. And if they don't, you're already notified just by their non-response that, you know, you maybe don't have to have that engagement with them. Maybe that's just something that they're not interested in. And, you know, and I think that that does help people that maybe are not good at communicating the messengers instead yeah. of the videos, because they have that option to just not respond. It, even if it's unprofessional, yeah. even if it's not uh, appropriate in some people's minds, somebody that is not good with communicating, that's their way of not communicating. They just don't respond. Yeah. So I think that I recommend, you know, utilize any platform you have. Why, why limit it to one? You know, you just utilize what's available. And if somebody um, has one that they like and you're wanting to engage with them and that's something they're comfortable with, try it use the whatever their platform is or whatever their link is that they're they're used to using because it may make it more comfortable for them to engage with you yeah so so like after today you might go and do a little bit of exploring on Streamyard and um, <laughs> see how you could maybe utilize it it's really good for streaming live into facebook um absolutely and, i see that and, and i like the recording aspect of it. facebook yeah yeah, yeah. And um, podcasts. I didn't know until this week that it you could use it for recording podcasts. So <laughs> I've only I, used it for Facebook. I did see that as an option when I first, um, when you sent me the link of it, I seen it as an option. I was like, hmm, record a podcast. I go, that's going to be something interesting. I'm going to look back at when we're done with these. Because So you're right. Like, And that's the same thing. It's something I never use. People are comfortable with it. And then you learn something new. And this, this might be an option. Yeah, absolutely. So... How do you find um, the good balance between quality and quantity when you're networking? I always find that quantity is great. The more you put yourself out there, the more you network, even in different places. You know, um, I try and go to a different MIB, you know, event, even if it's not in my area, you know, just because I, I may meet somebody 
being that our business, like your business as well, you, you know, you make graphics, you make, you make yeah. um, merchandise and physical things for people, but you can do that from anywhere. They can send you a graphic from across the world and you can ship it to them once you're done with what you do in your expertise yeah. that, you know, so I can go into a different city, meet somebody and I don't have to engage with them physically in person, but they could be engaged with me online. So and I, quantity there is very beneficial because the more I'm out there, the better. Now, the quality um, of networking that I find, and I, I think it's even more than just networking. I think it's more on the lines of quality communication, quality bonding, quality interactions with people and the networking part. My quality comes if I'm learning something. If I'm not learning something new, then I don't find that I had I got value or quality out of it. You know, even learning about somebody is something new, but also learning something about myself, I find a lot in networking too, because you bond with people or you hear their story and it, and it resonates inside of you too. So I yeah. think that quality for me in networking is me learning something new, whether it be about myself, somebody else, or in business, what I can use tools to move forward with myself and my business. Yeah. yeah, no, that is absolutely perfect, isn't it? And like you say, it is that the quality side of it but then the quantity side of like you say the more you get out there the more you're meeting people the more chance you have got of making those quality connections yeah absolutely so have you got any advice on using informational interviews to build your network um i think that informational interviews are fantastic because they're mostly informational based and you may have just a speaker talking, no interaction, no questions backed. It's not even so much as an interview as it is somebody telling you, this is what it is. This is what I've learned. This is how it is. Do you have any questions? You know, um, but they're bringing information to you that you might not otherwise have to help, you know, build your own network, build your own team, build your own business. So I think that any information is, um, is great. And I always, I always am open to new information. I always keep my mind open to learning something new. So informational based interviews or informational based podcasts, or, you know, even if you're just going to a speaker event where you're just there, you're listening, you're, you're not even engaging, but most of them, most speakers will make you engage with them somehow, some way, but if they're a good speaker and, uh, but yeah, informational is always good. You know, I, I guess that's the best way to build anything is to learn something new. Yeah, and I suppose that chances are you will learn something, even if it's something quite small. You know, as human beings, we are always learning new information. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and like, for instance, like our informational, we're learning about each other right now. Um, and we might, we would never otherwise have been connected. You know, we're across the globe from each other, as yeah. you say. And these kinds of networking has brought two people together that wouldn't otherwise even know each other. And then we're learning about each other. We're learning tips that, you know, you're asking me questions, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping to learn from you as well with your perspective. So, you know, it's informational both ways too. Yeah, absolutely. So I think this one would probably go back to kind of like you were saying about using the messenger options on uh, social media. Have you got any tips for introverts looking to network effectively? Yeah, I think you take if you take the informal out of it, like or if you take the formal yeah. part of it and you make it more informal, like in the location setting, make it a more comfortable setting where it's more coffee house jive instead of you know sitting in chairs and desks like you're back at school, you know, um, and put yourself in their setting. So if you know somebody's an introvert, you know where they interact, what they're trying to do. Maybe put yourself in their shoes and for just the thought process of going, okay, 
what do I think would make them comfortable? Or even just ask them. A lot of introverts would rather prefer you to ask them, where would you like to do this? Where would you feel comfortable having this conversation or meeting? Would you like it virtually? Would you just like to talk over messenger? If you open up the door to them to make that decision themselves, they're an introvert. They would probably much rather you you ask them and them tell you the truth than you not ask them. They get put in an uncomfortable position and then they end up just closing in on themselves and they don't interact. And then they don't learn anything. It's not like we just said, quality and quantity. They can go to 25 different meetings and not get any quality out of it. But if you you know, see that person and you interact with them and you notice that they may be introverted, you can always just bring a smile and let them know that they're welcome no matter where, where they are, whether it be virtual or in person. Um, and then just make them comfortable. That's the most important thing. You know, every introvert, there's people with anxiety issues and, you know, there's a lot of mental health issues with um, in the world nowadays. And, you know, if you can kind of cater just by making one small adjustment, I think it makes a big difference in somebody's um, interaction with, you know, their, their networking. Yeah, absolutely. And um, when and building those connections, obviously, the, the more comfortable people get, you can you they'll come out of their shell that that introvert will kind of like shrink back a little bit and they will come out of their shell and they will hopefully then make more connections and make more friends and be more confident in kind of reaching out and going to these kind of networking events. Yeah, you would you would hope so. You know, I'm a very bubbly person. I love to talk. But my first MIB event was kind of quiet. I didn't really do very much. I was just kind of feeling it out. But I'm a very, you know, talkative person. But there are times where I'm an introvert for a time being that I'm just feeling up the waters and, you know, exploring my surroundings and seeing where I may fit into the into the network or in, in you know the group or into the situation that I put myself in, you know. So I think everybody kind of in a way is their own introvert in in many aspects. They may not might not last very long, but they are, you know, I don't know any yeah, one person that walks into a new place they've never been. All of us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of introvert in all of us. So, yeah. and equally, oh, yeah. you know, in the people who would say they are an absolute complete introvert, there will be a little bit of them that is an extrovert in the right, right. company. Yeah. Surround yourself with the right people. That, and that's the whole point of us networking. We're surrounding ourselves. I mean, yeah. with maybe you're surrounding yourself with, you know, like-minded women and, you know, even even somebody that has already done it, you know, and, and it's somebody who makes you comfortable because you're you're like-minded together and you're doing it, you know, in a, in a matter of maybe they've already done it and they can show you how to do it, you know. And so, yeah, it's definitely something good to just put yourself out there. But it's not always that yeah. easy for people. They can't always just put themselves out there comfortably. So, yeah. you know, so us as leaders, we try and help yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that platform to try and draw them out, draw them in and give that give them that community feel so that they feel comfortable yeah. coming in and joining. Have you had have you had in your leadership I know you're asking me a question, I'm asking you a question. Um have you had in your leadership groups being a leader? Have you have you experienced having an introvert at one of your meetings that you maybe had to bring out of their shell yourself? Not yet, because we I have only just become a leader literally at the beginning of February. So we oh, haven't perfect. had our first meeting yet. I so, haven't either. But I'm, <laughs> yeah, so, but I'm sure there will be. So at the moment, I'm just trying to build that community feel in our Facebook group. And so that, yeah, so we can kind of see, get, get an idea of who might be those introverts hiding in the background. Right, absolutely. Because they'll be there. I know they'll be there. Yeah, of course. So how crucial would you say following up in networking, um, how crucial would you say it is and how do you do it? How do you do your follow-ups? 
aside from communication and listening, it's probably the most number one thing. Um, I think it goes hand in hand. It's it's communicating back to the people that you connected with. Uh, your your follow up is your follow through. I, I look at follow up as a follow through. You're you're actually not finished with whatever you started with that contact that that. Um, you know, member of the network or a new client or anything like that, your first interaction with them, you're never actually finished until you follow through with whatever you may have, you know, said, promised, or maybe discussed or anything like that. So your follow-up is kind of a follow-through to me that it's not, it's never really an end um, unless somebody does stop the conversation, you know, they'll let you know that, but a follow-up is a follow-through. And I think the best way to do it, I find is again, going to be thankful to people. I try and think of them in person when I still can, um, if that interaction is available and then, you know, thank them in writing. I, I try and send a message, you know, usually within like 24 hours, I will try and send a message, um, depending on the situation. Um, just thank you for your time. I hope you, you know, whatever the case may be, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. You know, let me know if I can do anything else for you or I'm going to work on the things that we discussed. And if you have any other questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me while I'm working on this. So I say stuff like that. Um, and then listening, because I always try and leave an open door at the end of all my conversations. So I think that follow-up is yeah. also important, is that I'm still available. Just because our our 60-minute free con consultation is not there, we're done now, that doesn't mean that you can't reach out to me. And I'm not going to charge you $25 every time you say, hey, what about this? No, because I'm yeah. still building a profile for you. You know, I'm still trying to see what I can do within my uh, means to help you. And um, so it's it's a matter of just following up and following through and letting them know that your door is still open, your ear is still open. Um, the phone is, you know, is definitely available. Messenger, anything that you need, I'm here. And we'll work on things as we go along, you know, take it step by step. I never really end the conversation. Yeah. I, that that you know that is exactly the same. I'd say, and I would say the same with that. Like you've said about having that open door bit at the end, leaving it so that it's open, so that they know they can come back if they want to chat, if they've got any questions, if they if they have any ideas. You know, having that, yeah. leaving it as an open book, really does make a difference. Absolutely. So, have you stumbled upon any unexpected opportunities through networking? Um, yes. Recently, I was in a networking with one of the um, empowering moms. It's one of our MIB leaders that I that I actually found out about MIB through. Um, she had a actually a book signing. She wrote her own book. So it was really nice to be there with a group of ladies. We were she um, one of the ladies allowed her to, you know, have her little introduction there too as well. But during that process, I had a couple everybody was kind of talking about the things that they have done. And they were talking about, you know, their past a little bit or where they may have found their niche or found, you know, maybe how she found out that she wanted to be a writer. She always wanted to be a writer. And going around the table, we were just talking and it reminded me of, I wrote my own book when I was in like elementary school and nice. I kind of, I didn't forget about it, but it's always in the back of my head, but it was like a contest you had in elementary school, like third grade or first grade or something. I think it was first grade. And everybody writes a book and then your teacher helps you write the words out and then you draw the pictures and the winner in the district got their book back as a hard copy, a hardcover book. Wow. And I actually got mine back as a hard copy, a hardcover book of my book. And so we were going around the table like, well, you technically are already an author. You do realize that, right? I'm like, I didn't even think about it that way. You know what I mean? I just want yeah. to contest in first grade, but it was something that opened my eyes to, I've always written stuff down in the background and I, I probably have two or three books started, never finished. And um, 
that being said, like it kind of opened my eyes to, you know what, maybe, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should finish something that I started. And, and all the ladies there were very supportive. And one of them was a writing coach too. So it kind of opened up the door for that too. So hmm. not what I came there for. I came there to network about, yep. you know, other things. And it just kind of opened up the door like, Oh, wait a second, I can do this too. You know, it's definitely great on your, um, on your resume and as your title, like I'm an, I'm a you know, published author, you know, it doesn't have to be number one or best selling or anything like that. But just to say that you're a published author, would be a great thing for me to put next to my name, you know? So I'm kind of looking forward to that, you know? Um, so yeah, I got that still- opportunity just opening to me. Have you still got that book as well? You, you know, this is the thing I've actually spent, um, I spent a little bit of time trying to find it, but I've moved recently. So I haven't quite unpacked all my boxes yet. And I do know that I have it. I just don't exactly know which box it's in. And I'm, I'm, I've been mentally keeping it in the forefront of my mind to at least keep my eye open for it as I'm going through things. So, um, and when I say recently, I moved like two years ago, but you know, you're never (laughs) on a and when you have my partner moved in like 10 years ago he still hasn't finished <laughs> I know and I and I, I have a pole barn I think because it's out of sight out of mind on my property it's like it's my own little storage unit and it's like oh, okay yeah I, I probably I'll get to it but it's given me the the inclination it's actually given me the driving factor to actually start going through some of the stuff that's sitting there you know and um one of the ladies is a declutter mom, you know, um, professional. And so just listening to her talk to really got me motivated to go, you know what, I'm going to find this book. And I'm also going to declutter all this stuff that I haven't touched in years. I It's out of sight, out of mind, but I'm not using it. So I might as well um, either sell it or donate it to somebody that can. So it did get me inspired to do that too. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, absolutely. You say completely not what you went to that event for, that you yeah, definitely exactly. take a couple of bits away from that. So when you find your book, you'll have to share it in the MIB group. You'll have to come and show us all. And this is me with my book. You know, I am am a published author. (laughs) You never know, it might inspire other people. I could probably redo it too. And maybe just take the original, take a copy of it. And my thought was to like take the original if I find it and, you know, know, illustrate it in the back of a new book, like redo the book, new, um, new illustrations similar to those, but have them actually like, you know, done professionally and then maybe put that book in the back of where it originated from. So it should be cute. That sounds like a really good idea. So how, um, so how long have you been, how long have you known about MIB? How long have you been a part of MIB as a community? I think, well, as a community, I probably about maybe eight months maybe longer than that but about eight months and so I've been to about three of the events over those eight months and um that was last summer yeah so probably about six months but we're going into March now so eight and it was just around the holidays that I had asked the question to my leader and I said hey how does one go about getting a MIB in their area like another leader maybe in their area you know and I wasn't really speaking to get it myself but I you know that's how it ended up turning out because I you know I asked the question and my leader was like oh let me get you in touch with Dana and then all of a sudden it was Dana and it was like oh here's your page you're all set sign this contract you are great and I'm like what just happened (laughs) you know not in a bad way though it's such a positive way they're so inspiring and positive and it was it was a very good interaction and I I jived with the both of them during our communication and you know unfortunately I didn't get started right away I'm like you so you started in February I didn't start building the page or inviting people until February because it was the holidays and I got sick so um I'm starting to now feel better after six weeks of being sick so um 
and some other family issues. But yeah, it's it was it was kind of like, hey, you know what? This is good for you. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to say no because if it doesn't work, they have the leader, they have the or they have the chapter, and they can put a nice leader right in position of that. But at least I know that I at least yeah. help get started in the area for other women to be able to join. So, you yeah, know, that's. So how, how would you say that MIP ha, uh, has helped you with growing your business? Um, for all the reasons we just talked about, for one, because I can have a good interaction with people. Um, I'm learning from other business owners or other professionals, because obviously you don't have to be a business owner to be part of it, but um, other professional women that are in different um, industries. And I'm also learning from you know, some of the uh, women that are in the groups are also just starting out like I am. They are just getting their niche, trying to figure out where to narrow down. They're, you know, doing different things. And with my experiences with all, I'm an operations, so, but I worked for a very small company. So when you're in operations for a small business, you wear all the hats. I was HR, I was marketing, I was training, I was traveling, I was, you know, helping build new construction. I mean, I was literally getting dirty with the construction guys, you know, so I learned so much for 16 years that I can wear many hats, you know, um, and being with MIB, I see and meet so many other women that have found their niche and how to narrow down what their passions are. And that's helping me narrow down my passions. Yes. Can I wear a lot of hats? Do I know a lot of things, but my passion really is just to help people. So that's why I leaned more to consulting and some of the ladies actually helped me like we were in one of the meetings and it was an Instagram mom. Um, she was, she was there. She helps people build their Instagram pages. She gave us tips and tricks during the meeting. And here I am. And she's like, Oh, here, this is how you share your Instagram. And I'm like, here I am in the meeting going, I haven't started my Instagram yet. I have a business idea. I don't have the business yet. I don't have the Instagram yet. And in that meeting, I literally set up my Instagram just so I had something to share with the ladies, but it also gave me that that push that I needed to, you know what, now or never, what's the point of sitting around? I might as well just try it. Even if it takes me two years to actually build, I'm at least trying and I'm, and I'm doing what I had set out to do. So it did, it actually helped me grow my business. Actually, it helped me start my business that I had been talking about for so long. So, um, so the next meeting I went to, the ladies were like, introduce yourself. So we went around and they go, well, I did start my LLC and I have my Instagram up and they were like, really, that's great. You know, so it was just supportive and, you know, you're kind of going each month and everybody's learning about each other, but everybody's still there to motivate each other and keep pushing you along down the path that you're going. So, I mean, that, I mean, that's probably the best thing I can say is that it's, um, it's helped me expand. I've met so many people and then I've also just really pushed me to, you know, get over my obstacles and my, you know, adversity and, um, and same thing for learning from them. I've seen so many women that have had obstacles. They've overcome adversity. They've had you know, trials and tribulations in their personal lives leading into their business lives. And just hearing their stories helps motivate you going, you know what, I'm not alone in this. I can move forward with you know, anything. I can really do anything just like anybody else can. Everybody can just do anything they wanna do, um, no matter who tells them that they can or no matter what they believe in their own head. You know, you're, who tells you you can is actually yourself. Everybody knows that, you know, people walking on the street say you can't do that. You're not listening to them as much as you're listening to the own voice in your head that's going, you can't do this. No, no. And it's it's just your subconscious trying to scare you out of doing something that you really want to do, you know? So absolutely. yeah, I think yeah, that support is great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The support, of, support of, to start with, it's the support of complete strangers almost, isn't it? It's, it's I think it's easier. You haven't, yeah. Because you just think, God, they don't know me. They don't know actually how good or bad I might be at this. But they're there giving me 
all that support, giving me the hope, giving me positive, you know, vibes for it all. And it gives you that push that you probably wouldn't get from family and close friends because no, you know, they're the ones. Yeah, the family and close friends are the ones who are going, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know? Are you crazy? Uh-huh. Are you crazy? At your age? You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm doing what I want. Yeah, so having that, yeah, having that network there of like-minded people makes a huge yeah. difference. It's fantastic. Yeah. Have you, have you had the same thing as it helped you grow your business so far? Absolutely, yeah. So I made, I've been in, I was in the main MIB group probably since it opened but I was kind of lurking in the background um and then last year we had a bit of a rough year um with my partner um and he was poorly but at the end of the year I was like I'm gonna make a conscious effort in MIB I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore all the other shiny objects around me I'm gonna make a conscious effort in MIB and it, it's made a huge difference like the connections that I'm building I'm joining on the coffee and chat calls on a Monday evening and all of that and like the people that I'm chatting to is just because they're like because we've got things in common and it's easy to chat to them it's easy to you know jump on messenger and have a chat or be on a zoom and have a chat with them it's just so nice and it's helping yeah. build my confidence as well with all of it so yeah that's good though I mean and that's the whole thing that's the whole point and I didn't you don't realize you're missing it until you have it and you go why did I wait so long you know or where was this yeah. when I needed you know yeah, absolutely. And I was saying exactly that to my partner on Friday. I went, I traveled from Devon to Bournemouth on uh, Thursday for a for a MIB event, for the Bournemouth MIB event. So I went and met, you know, people that I'd only chatted to on Facebook. And it does, it just, it's just, you'd think, you almost think to yourself sometimes, oh, maybe I don't have things in common with people to talk to them. But it's because you're not talking to the right people. Whereas I went and met 12, 13 other women who are running their own businesses. And, you know, the room was never quiet because everyone was finding things to talk about because you have got things in common because you're running your business. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was really nice. It was really nice. It was like a two hour drive to just over two hour drive for me to go over there and then to drive home again. But it was worth it just to, to, to make the people that I've met online, meeting them in person and making those connections actually even stronger. So, yeah. Your two-hour drive there, you're anticipating, you're thinking, and then on the way back, you're reflecting on everything that yeah. you just talked about, just really diving into your own personal, you know, goals or objectives, as we call them, um, and just really thinking like, okay, what can I take out of this? This is great, you know, and you get really pumped and motivated. And when it's a repeat thing, monthly or weekly, that you're talking to these people virtually or in person, I think it really just keeps us motivated, right? You know, it just keeps yeah, us going. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, and I think that's, I think having coffee and chat on a Monday evening um, is actually a perfect way to start the week because Mondays for a lot of people are those, like, people dread Mondays, like, oh, but you know, it sets you up for the week. So if you've had a, not a great start to your Monday, joining in the coffee and chat with Mib, then, you know, you're going to come away from that pumped up for the rest of the week and ready to hit the ground. So, right. I got to get the time difference correct because I haven't had a, I haven't been on a Monday um, coffee chat yet. I have to get the time difference correct. So yeah, I so get... the, yeah, it's ten to seven now. Coffee and chat's half past seven, so it's in forty minutes. So it would be at two p.m. here my time then, maybe. Yeah, half two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Until, so our, it... until our clocks change, I guess, because in March our clocks go forward an hour. 
Yes. So do I. Ours go forward as well. I think we'll still be the same because ours go forward as okay. well. Because we'll be, um, yeah, we're daylight savings time now. And then it's spring forward. So we're going forward. So we'll be on the still, I think, on the same if you guys are going forward as yeah. well. So, but yeah, five hours behind. Yes. Yes. So then mine will be, is it, is it 7.30 that the time is for the yeah, coffee? coffee and chat is 7.30. Okay, then I'll have to take my lunch from work at 2.30 then. I'll just join the coffee then and just, you know. Yeah, come and chat. do it. it. You know, it is, it's great. And it's it's really nice actually to have those chats with people like yourself, you know, you're the other side of the world. But it's really nice to chat and, you know, make those connections online with other like-minded people. Absolutely. I think we need to do an international meeting too where we all get together somehow, some way. Um, yeah. I ask you a question though, since you're new to building your yeah. network group, so am I. I have like just a couple of people in handle in there. I kind of stumped on where to reach out to people. Have you, do you have any tips on that? Like, I know I've gone through some of the training. I probably need to go back through it again now that I'm more comfortable. Um, but do you have any tips on how to get more, um, more women to join and be interested in joining? So I have been doing a lot of stalking on Facebook in the main MIB group. So um, I'm utilizing that search function in the MIB group to, to try and find posts where people are talking about where they're based so that we can so to try and make some connections there. So you could probably do a search for kind of like your local area names. And you okay. know, if there's been any posts with that on, it should come up in the searches and you'll be able to see. I know um, I think it was in. January, um, they're going to post about where everybody was in the world. So if you found that post on uh, on Facebook in the group, you'd be able to go have a little scroll through and see if there's anybody on there that's kind of like in the, say, a similar area or nearby and and start building those connections that way. Like oh, I've still yet to go out in the in the wider world of um, like, you know, local people here. So I'm going to do do a bit of like lurking in coffee shops and things like yeah. that and, you know, go into town and meet people and we've got a, a shop that's recently opened just before Christmas that's got a lot of small business owner stuff in it so where, where they kind of like rent shelves so I'm going to go in there and introduce myself and could get some good little community people from that so okay yeah I think I think that's a great idea I didn't even think about doing that in the regular group and I could probably do it in the local group that I have next to me because I I branched off in a chapter that's connected to the same county as another one, but right next to the county. And there's some ladies yeah. that are probably in that group that may be in my county, but they're the only one that was available was the other one. So that's a good idea. I didn't think about doing that. Yeah. And then I, I went off into some local groups. Like I looked up groups that were in my county, business women groups yeah. and so like that. I'm liking those. I think I'm just going to have to be a little bit more stalkerish <laughs> and troll. Yeah. The, it's the, the best way to be. <laughs> Yeah, find out where the, what these women are, what they're doing. And all of them are on those networking pages too, just because they want to grow their business. So, you know, yeah. if I can offer to them, you know. And also today being Monday is the member Monday posts in the main Facebook group, in the main MIB group. So you could always put a post in there today, take a quick selfie before you go back to work, put a post in there, letting the people know who you are, what you do, and that you're the leader for your group. And then, because you never know, people might spot that and go, oh, I want to go and join there. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true too yeah i know one of the ladies do motivational monday with her team and just um have them all just link into the page too there too so i'll get yeah. used to the mondays and tuesdays and thursdays and stuff like that that yeah, everybody there does is always there is always something in the main group in the yeah so today being monday it's member monday so just use the hashtag member monday and pull a post in there then 
No worries. Um, it's been absolutely lovely to chat to you. It's I, I still find it quite surreal that you are the other side of the world and you know we can have these conversations and chat and like you know technology is magical. Um, I'm sure that anybody who is listening to this um, they will take lots of gold nuggets away because you know and I think the key one will be about the active listening I think yeah. that is super, super key. So hopefully it will ensure that they're getting the best success out of their networking. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. It was yeah. very nice and I had such a great time talking with you as well. And I did yeah. learn some stuff from you as well. So I, it's definitely quality. Yes, perfect. Thank you. And hopefully I will see a post in the main group from you, giving us all a little introduction. Um, and you never know, it might you might find some new community members for your local group. Oh, you as well. And I hope yours grows very well for you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a nice rest of the day at work. You too. Thank you. See you later. Bye. And that is a wrap for another inspiring episode of Marketing Mindset and Motherhood podcast. Hope you found our discussions on marketing strategies, nurturing a resilient mindset and mastering the balancing act of motherhood, both insightful and empowering. We'd like to extend our gratitude to Liquid Lipo, our podcast sponsor, for supporting this journey towards healthier and happier motherhood. If you've enjoyed our show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback helps us continue bringing you valuable content. Until next time.